0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. morning. (laughs) How great is our God? If you don't know how great He is, I hope by the end of this hour that you can know just how great our God is. There's none like Him. Never has and never will be none like Him. We serve an awesome, awesome, mighty God. And I'm so thankful for the privilege that He has given me today to be able to stand before you people that I love so dearly. To just be able to share a message that God has given me today. We're going to look at some uh, a story of Joseph and what God did through the life of Joseph. We're going to be looking at three P's. The three P's. In the story of Joseph. Uh, But before we get started in the scripture, let's go to the Lord in prayer. My dear, loving, and gracious Heavenly Father, Father, Lord God, once again, Lord, what an honor, a joy, and a privilege that we have to gather together. Lord, to sing praises to the God whom we serve. Lord, you are such a great and gracious God, Father, Lord God. And Lord, I can't imagine being anywhere else than being with Your people here today. And Father God, I pray that as we open Your Word today, Father Lord, that You will open the eyes of our heart, Lord, that You will speak to us. Lord, that we will be able to see what You're trying to do in our lives, Father. Lord, I pray that we will grow closer to You. Lord, we will grow stronger in our walk. Lord, and we will just allow You to be able to fulfill whatever You have planned in our lives, Father. Father, and Father God, I pray that today, if there's one that don't know You as Lord and Savior, Father God, I pray that today may be the day that they can come and be freed from the bondage of sin. Father God, I pray that if there's one here today that is turned away from You and is not where they need to be with You, Father Lord, I pray that today is a day that they will hear Your voice and they will come back to You, Father. And Father God, as I stand before Your people, Lord, as I stand in Your presence, Lord, I pray that You hide me behind the cross. Lord, that they won't see me, Lord, but they will see you speaking to me, speaking the truth of your word, Father. Lord, and I pray it all in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You're going to be in one of the three of the Ps that we're going to be talking about. In these three Ps that we're talking about, you will be considered to be in one of them. God is either doing something in your life, He's in the process of doing something in your life, or He's fulfilling something in your life. And the first P that we're going to talk about is the P of Preparation. And in Genesis chapter 37, 1 through 11, God reveals a dream to Joseph. And then during this dream of that Joseph is doing, Joseph's about seven years old when he gets this dream and he goes and tells his brothers about this dream that takes place. And in Josh, you don't have to stand for this, but we're going to look at this because uh, we got a lot of Scripture we're going to look at this morning. But in Joseph 37, 1 through 11, Joseph is beginning... in Genesis 37, excuse me, in Genesis 37, verses 1 through 11, Joseph is revealed a dream, God gives Joseph a dream, and he reveals this dream to his brothers. Now, when he reveals this dream to his brothers, his brothers get very jealous of Joseph. Of him. But needless to say, Joseph being seven years old probably did not understand the complete purpose of the preparation that God was beginning to do in his life. Listen, you may be God may be preparing something in your life right now that you do not completely understand. In these three P's, you got to look at the long point purpose behind it. You can't look at it, what's going on right now. Joseph being seven years old, when this dream revealed to him, he had no idea what was the purpose behind this dream. All he knows is, is God give me a dream, and now something's just going to happen. In the preparation stage of your life, God is beginning to do something in your life that you probably do not understand right now. You may not understand what's taking place in your life right now in the preparation stage, but that's okay. Just trust the process. Just trust the process. When God begins to do a preparation in your life, the next step would be the plan that God has for your life. In the plan, we look in Genesis 37, 12 through 36, his brothers become very jealous of him and they decide to sell Joseph. Joseph is being sold by his brothers in Genesis 37, 12 through 6. His brothers are very jealous of him. His brothers are out tending the flock and the sheep, uh, the herd, and his daddy says, where's your brothers at? He says, go and check on them. And so Joseph goes out to his, check on his brothers, and Joseph wearing a coat of many colors that his father had because Joseph apparently was his one of his father's favorite children. And his brothers became very jealous of him that, hey, this man got this dream, and this dream is going to show that, that we're going to bow down before him. You know what? I ain't bowing down to my younger brother. I'm going to do something different. You know what? We'll just kill him. <laughs> First of all, they wanted to kill him. And Reuben, one of the other brothers, said, no, I don't want to kill him. Let's just throw him in this dungeon and see what happens to him and just tell the father that, that he was eat up by an animal. And then they decided to just sell him. And when he's sold, he is sold to Potiphar. And Potiphar is a chief, a captain in Pharaoh's army. He is one of the top captains in Pharaoh's army. Potiphar and a group of soldiers happen to be coming by and the brother says, you know what? Let's just sell him as a slave to, to one of these guys. These are people soldiers coming in from Egypt. Let's just sell our brother to him. So the brothers sell Joseph to Potiphar. Potiphar uh, Joseph becomes a slave of Potiphar and he's got to do whatever Potiphar tells him to do. Well, God being with Joseph, and Joseph working this plan out, he's already been prepared for things to come. Now God is do, working out a plan. And he goes and, and he's continuing to trust God. He's continuing to follow God. And he becomes to find favor. There's something about Joseph that's different from everybody else. Joseph is just doing just what he's supposed to be doing. And then, all of a sudden, in Genesis 39, 1-23, we see Joseph, uh, Potiphar's wife... Potiphar said, Joseph, you can have anything of mine that's yours except for my wife. You can't have my wife. And Potiphar's wife was... Joseph was becoming a little bit of age, and he must have been a very good-looking man, that Potiphar's wife wanted something she couldn't have. so. Joseph refuses Potiphar's wife. It upsets Potiphar's wife. So she makes an allegation against Joseph that was not true. Remember, Joseph being caught in a situation, stripped of his clothes, runs out so that he don't get caught with the only thing that could not be his. And it makes her upset that she couldn't have him. So she's going to make an allegation that he tried to lay with her and she refused him instead of him refusing her. And then he's thrown into the dungeon. Potiphar goes and says, you know what, let's send him to the dungeon. Let's send him to prison. Joseph goes to prison and done nothing wrong. Done nothing wrong. Actually, he done everything right. You know, he didn't ask to be sold by his brothers. He didn't ask to to be subdued by a woman and reject her and then get thrown into prison. But while he's in, in prison, Joseph interprets two prisoners' dreams. Of these two prisoners, in Joseph 40, he interprets the dream. Of these two Uh, people that he interprets, one of them is a cupbearer and the other one is a cook. A preparation of food is what one is. And they have these two dreams. And they could not interpret the dreams, so one of them says, well, I know a man that can interpret your dreams. So the cupbearer comes and tells his dream to Joseph, and Joseph tells him, reveals the dream to him, The only trick was, Joseph said, now when I I interpret this dream for you, I want you to find favor for me and remember me one day. I want you to remember me one day. The cupbearer, the dream that he reveals to the cupbearer was that he was going to, he was put into prison, he was going to get a chance to go back and serve the king, and when he did, the king was going to let him rise to power. One of the preparations for food, the king was going to have him killed. And he revealed those two dreams to those prisoners. In Genesis chapter 40, as he reveals those two dreams to the prisoners, in Genesis 41, 1 through 36, Joseph ends up having a dream. And I mean, Pharaoh ends up having a dream, and Joseph interprets the dream for Pharaoh. It's very important for you to remember, from the time Joseph interpreted the dream for the two prisoners to the time Joseph interprets Pharaoh's dream is two years. Two years. So Joseph interprets uh, his first dream when when he was seven years old. Sometime between seven and later on, his uh, two years take place in Pharaoh's, interpretation of Pharaoh's dreams. He reveals Pharaoh's dreams to him. He interprets them. And Pharaoh puts him number two in the whole land of Egypt. Nobody does nothing under Joseph's command except for the king. The king is the only one. Pharaoh is the only one that has more power than Joseph. When Joseph tells somebody to get up, you know what they do? They get up. When he tells somebody to get down, you know what they do? They get down. When Joseph rises to power in Genesis 41, 37 through 57, Joseph is risen to power. God shows how Joseph is 30 years old when this takes place. From seven years old is his first dream. Then he's sold by his brothers. He's accused for something that wasn't true. He interprets a dream for the prisoners. He's in the prison for two years. And then he interprets Pharaoh's dreams. And then Joseph rises to power. Joseph is 30 years old. Following God's plan will be the most difficult and the hardest thing that you will ever have to do. Following God's plan. There's going to be many ups and downs in following God's plan. Ups and downs following God's plan. But we got to realize that God's got a plan for us. And that plan, listen, the preparation is easy. God's doing a preparation for you. He's done prepared the way for you. The plan, the preparation for God has is just to get us to heaven. He done that through Jesus. The plan for you and I to get there takes us a while. It takes us a while. We don't just get to... God prepares us a way, we don't just get to go to heaven, boom, as soon as it's there. We got to sojourney just a little bit. Joseph done it for roughly, just thinking, from from 30 years old back to 7, about 20-something years. I don't know how old he was when he was sold into slave, uh, as a slave, but he was a very young man. I don't know how old exactly he was when, when Potiphar's wife accused him for something, but he was a very young and attractive man. But he was stowed in prison, and he had to serve the king of Egypt for a long time. The plan that God has is a process. It's the toughest thing that you and I have to deal with. It's the plan, but we got to see the bigger picture. We got to continue that as we walk in this plan. God, we God's prepared us. He's beginning to do a preparation in your life now. The plan, and most of us, I would say, are in the planning stage. God is got working out the plan in our lives right now. That's where the majority of each and every one of us is. Is the plan that God's working out. Let me tell you something. You're probably not going to like the plan. Ain't going to be something that you're going to be happy that you got to go through. There's going to be some things that you got to go through in this life that are not. They're going to hurt. You're not going to like. You're not going to enjoy. But just this Joseph example was. You know what? The number one thing that I have seen in the story of Joseph that allowed Joseph to be able to continue that plan that God prepared him for, is he remained faithful. Through every single bit of it, God, Joseph remained faithful to God. And in everything he done, he done in order to glorify God. Because even when he was interpreting those dreams, he says, it ain't I that interprets this. This is what God is saying to you. See in Joseph in, in uh, Pharaoh's dream, God revealed to Joseph that to Pharaoh that there was going to be a famine that was going to take place in this land. There was going to be seven good years, and then there was going to be seven bad years that was going to be tough. And Joseph interpreted that dream for Pharaoh, and Pharaoh says, "All right, we need a wise man to be able to oversee what's going to take place. Joseph, what do you think we ought to do?" And Joseph says, I think we ought to take one third of everything that's grown in Egypt and we should store it up for seven years. For seven years, we're going to store everything up so that when the seven bad years come, that we can hopefully have enough stuff stored up that uh, we'll be able to make it. in those... 14 years you could say seven good years seven bad years that gets me to the the purpose the three p's preparation plan and the third is the purpose you may not understand why you're having to go through and do what you have to do but God's got a purpose. You know it's a scripture Jeremiah 29:11 is a very very scripture that we all know very well it says for my plans for you are good and not evil to give you a future and a hope do you understand that when when uh Jeremiah revealed that to the children of Israel do you realize that they were being led into captivity by the Babylonians They were being led into captivity by the Babylonians and God tells Joseph, uh, tells Jeremiah, I said Jeremiah, tell them this right here, that my plans for you are good and not evil, to give you a future and a hope. Listen, that plan was tough, being taken captivity, God's chosen people, being taken into captivity, and God says, I got plans for you, to give you a future and a hope. Listen, the plan that God is working in your life right now is to give you a future and a hope. It's tough to fulfill the purpose behind it. When God's preparing something for you and He's working a plan out in in your life, listen, He's got a purpose behind it. God don't just do something in our lives just for the sake of doing it. God don't do stuff in our lives just for the sake of causing you pain. God don't do things in your life just because He wants to do something to you. God's got a purpose behind it. Listen, Joseph was seven years old when he first re- had his first dream. Listen, in Genesis forty-five one through twenty-seven and Genesis 46 one—I mean Genesis forty-five one through twenty-eight and Genesis forty-six verses one through twenty-seven. Do you know what takes place in Joseph's life right here? This famine that took place in in the country of Canaan where Joseph was from, that they, they don't have no food, they don't have, they're, they're about to starve to death, and Joseph's father says, his brother says, go to Egypt. I hear that there's, there's Egypt has plenty of food for everybody. Go to Egypt and buy food for us to be able so that we don't starve to death. Do you know who's in Egypt? You know who the number two man in all the country of Egypt is? Joseph. Listen, God's purpose was for Joseph to save his family. He had to endure some hardships, brothers and sisters. He had to endure some hard. He had to endure some things that wasn't easy. He got accused of some things that wasn't true, wasn't so. But listen, God had a purpose behind it, and it was to save His family. We read in the story that that He saves His family, and Joseph had uh, ten brothers. I do believe had a younger brother that he didn't even know that was born, Benjamin. And Joseph recognizes his brothers when his brothers come to him, and then Joseph is revealed to his, you know, finds out his father's still alive. In all of this. But one of the greatest things about it was when Joseph goes to Pharaoh and he tells Pharaoh, he says, Pharaoh, my father, and my family over here are starving to death. He says, I want to give them enough food and stuff. And said, I would want, to, I want to bring my family to Egypt to be where I'm at. And Pharaoh says, Joseph, if that's what you want, it's going to happen. So Joseph sends his brothers and wagons and everything, and he goes sends them back to the land of Canaan, and they get everything that they're on. At this time, his daddy is 130 years old. Jacob is 130 years old when Joseph sends people to go get the family and bring them back. And Joseph saves his family. There's about 70 people that come with Joseph between Joseph, his brothers, his, his brother's wives, his brother kids, all of them is about 70 people. Joseph saves his family. Joseph endured the hardships of God working out a plan in his life for him to be able to fulfill the purpose behind it. This is one of the footnotes I wrote down. You may not understand the preparation. You may not like working out the plan. But you will love the purpose if you continue to trust the process of the three P's. Listen, if we'll continue to trust that God has got a, is pre- preparing us, what you're in in your life right now, understand that God's preparing you for something. Understand that God's working out a plan in your life. And God working out a plan in your life is to fulfill His purpose. At the bottom of your paper, you have this right here. God's preparation for God's plan to fulfill God's purpose. And if we can take those three Ps and apply them to our life, brothers and sisters, and understand that God is trying to do something in you. God is preparing you for something. He's working a plan in your life in order to fulfill a purpose for him to be glorified. There were several years. Joseph was 30 years old. Seven good years. 37 years old. We had seven bad years. Now I don't know the timetable by, by the time Joseph's family showed up to Egypt. But let's just say if it was five of the seven bad years. If it was. 37 plus 5 is what? 42. Good job. Just say 42 years old. What I do know is that they they lived in the land of Egypt for a long time. Joseph was the number two man. I do know that Jacob, Joseph's father, was 130 years old when he come to Egypt. I do know that Jacob tells... Joseph, Joseph, I want to be buried back in the land of Canaan where I come from. I know that Jacob was 147 years old when Jacob passed away. So you take 42 plus 17 years, Joseph pretty much lived his whole life in the land of Egypt. He was the number two man in all the land in order to save his family. And do you think that Joseph complained the first time about the plan that he had to go through to fulfill God's purpose? He understood something. God's doing something in my life. If I remain faithful to Him, I continue to trust what He's doing in my life. He's going to fulfill a purpose in my life. And brothers and sisters, for God to fulfill a purpose in our life, that's the only thing that we can hope for. That's the only thing that we can hope for, that as we so journey here on this land right here, that God's already prepared a plan for us. God has prepared Jesus. Jesus went to that cross and He died on the cross for our sins. God's plan is for all to have eternal life. We know that not all does, but that's God's plan. He said it's His will that none should perish, but all have eternal life. That's God's plan. His purpose is to get you there. By you trusting in Him, allowing His plan to work, and for you believing in His purpose of sending Jesus to the cross, you got a purpose of being able to have eternal life with Him. Continue to trust the process of the three Ps. And if you can trust the process of the three Ps and do it for God's glory, listen, what else can you ask for? What else can you ask for?